welcome back. I'm so excited you're here today. Today we're going to dig into a hot topic these days, self-care. And I have a whole lot of thoughts on it. Uh, I think our culture uh, misshapes what it it should look like. I think there's some lies that are seeded into this idea of self-care. I also think overall the church has struggled with this. And so, you know, generally speaking, we could do better about talking about this. So I think both sides have skewed this idea a little bit. And I want to talk about what I really believe God calls us to in self-care. What, what does it look like to care for ourselves as moms? And so I really think this is important for you in your journey of healing. If you're going to be digging in and trying to heal your past or take ground, make movement. You've got to have some of this foundational work. You've got to make sure that every day, every week you are caring for yourself. So wherever you're at on this journey of healing, this is so crucial for you. So please make sure you listen in, take some notes, soak it up because this is for you today, mama. And also if you have not joined our Facebook group, please jump in. This is the mental health support group for faith-led moms on Facebook. Even if you're not a Facebook user, make an account just to join the group. It's such a great community of other moms that are walking through this same healing process that are seeking community, are seeking Jesus, are seeking faith of some kind and want to go on this journey of healing and want to do it God's way. So if that sounds like you, if you're listening in, make sure you're in there. It's such a great space to share in this journey because you cannot do it alone, friend. And I also just want to know you. Who? What, let me see your face. Let me hear your story. I love getting to know you. So also send me a message. Tell me how these episodes have been impacting you. Tell me questions you have. You can inspire new episodes. And any questions you put into the Facebook group, they inspire episodes. So please be putting those in there. All right. Well, let's jump into our content today. I'm excited. Here we go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Okay, so today we are talking about self-care. So this is such a a big word these days. So many people talk about it. Self-care, are you taking care of yourself? Are you doing self-care? When is your self-care? What does your self-care look like? And I I absolutely think self-care is so important and I'm going to go into it. But I also think culture has gotten it a little bit wrong, which makes sense because, you know, the, the culture at bigger, broader culture is not following God's ways. They're not following biblical principles. And so, you know, sometimes they take a truth of God's and skew it. And this is what I believe happened with self-care, the self-care movement. I, I'm going to talk all about how important it is. I think it is for you to care for yourself. We're going to go through all of the details on that. I also know that God's word tells us to deny ourselves, to pick up our cross and deny ourselves. And so really, you know, if you take self-care too far, it's all about what do I feel like doing? What's in my comfort zone? What do I want to do today? And it's all about me, me, me. 
And I think that's where culture has taken this too far. But before we dig into what the Bible says about denying ourselves and how this can coincide with self-care, I want to dig into what I believe biblical self-care looks like, how to do this well, what you need to be doing, Mama, as you are raising your kiddos, as you are living your life, what does it look like to take care of yourself? Now, as you listen to all of this, you have to just remember everyone has different lives. I can't speak to every situation that could possibly be uh, here listening. I know your life is probably going to look a little bit different, and so you're going to have to be creative about how you implement these things. But I believe in whatever season you are in, these are non-negotiables. You've got to figure out how to implement these in your life so that you can walk on solid ground, so that you can show up as your full self for God, for yourself, for your husband, for your kids, for your community. And it is your responsibility as a Christ follower to steward well the life that you've been given, to steward your body well, to steward your mind well, to make sure you are having healthy rhythms so that you can fight the good fight. If you are always sleep deprived, always overly stressed, always you know, just looking out for everyone else, you are not going to show up as your best self. So I challenge you as you listen, you know, if you feel yourself putting up walls or barriers and saying, well, I just can't do that in this season. I I encourage you to push past that, to think, okay, I noticed that thought. Uh, I feel like this isn't possible, but let me sit down and be creative. Let me write this on a piece of paper and uh, brainstorm what possible options I have, because I really believe whatever situation you're in, you can make these things work in some capacity. Now, if you're getting stuck on this and you're trying to brainstorm, you're trying to move past these excuses you have for not taking care of yourself, maybe that means you you need some coaching. I would love to help coach you through how to create these healthy rhythms, uh, structure this healthy life to take care of yourself. So since we are using the word self-care today, and you know, there's a lot of thoughts on what that means, I would like to share my definition of self-care because Uh, we are using this word. And so I want you to know what it means to me. It doesn't just mean making sure you get in a five minute shower every day. It doesn't mean doing only what you feel like doing. I think there is a radical middle and this is what I believe self-care should look like. This is making sure that you are healthy body, mind, and spirit. So it's making sure that you are taking care of your body, you're taking care of your mind, and you're taking care of your spirit. We are comprised of those three things, and those are what has been given us. Those are what has been given to us by God to care for. And that is how we get to impact the world through those three things. And I like to think of it even as thinking of how you would take care of your kids. Like, are you caring for yourself in the way that you would care for your kids? Now, if you struggle with poor boundaries with your kids, which we will be talking about boundaries soon, boundaries with your kids, boundaries with friends, with work, all of the different categories, but boundaries with kids are super important. So if you struggle with boundaries with your kids and you are just always, you know, overly doing it, giving them whatever they want, anytime they want, then maybe that's not the model that you want to go for with how to take care of yourself because it's not always possible in every minute to get everything that we want. Again, God tells us to deny ourselves, which we'll get to more. But generally, if you can look at how you care for your kids, this is an idea of how you want to be caring for yourself. 
So I have eight categories that you can kind of loosely divide into body, mind, and spirit just to help you remember. But, you know, if you get lost in this and how to care for yourself, go back to how do you care for your kids and make a list of all the ways, the different uh, aspects, the different areas in your life that you care for them in. So first, let's go to body. One, you are helping your kids sleep, right? You're getting them on a schedule so that they get adequate sleep during the day. If they're young, you know, making sure they get to bed on time so that they can get that good sleep at night. So mama, are you doing this for yourself? Now, I know this is an area where if you do have a newborn, this this is not always possible in those first few months. But again, once they reach that four or five month mark, you can start doing something about it. And I really encourage you to do some kind of sleep training. Talk about it all the time because I really believe that it's going to help you with your mental health. It's going to help you show up as the best mom for yourself. And it's going to help your kids get the sleep that they need. So if, if you are that new mom that I'm speaking to, you know, do whatever you can in those first few months to get that sleep that you need. Ask for help. Let your husband help. Let grandparents help. Ask a friend to help, you know, help you get a nap during the day, whatever it means to make sure you're getting some of that sleep. I know it's not going to look perfect in those in those first months, but leaning on other people and letting them help you is really going to help you get through those first months in a healthy way. And then after that, for the rest of you, are you going to bed on time? I know it's so easy as a mom just to stay up late. It's like we finally, once we put our kids to bed, we finally get to be ourselves again. It feels like this freedom, like, wow, I am a human again. I'm not just a mom. I'm Brittany. You know, I get to be myself. I get to make my own choices. I have this freedom. And so it's so easy just to um, abuse that almost and just stay up and stay up way too late past when we know we're going to have to get up in the morning. And I get that temptation and it does feel good in the moment. But then when you're waking up in that morning and you're sleep deprived, like how grumpy are you? How miserable does the day feel? Are you showing up as your best self for, for everyone? Are you making sure you have that time with God in the morning? We'll, we'll talk about that. But are, what are you missing because you're staying up late? So making sure you set that healthy boundary for yourself, uh, backtrack, figure out what time you need to get up in the morning and figure out how much sleep makes you healthy. You know, eight hours is always recommended, but I know a lot of people swear that they need less than that. So if you're one of those people and you really believe you're showing up as your best self with six or seven hours, then okay. You know, if you're being honest with yourself, but backtrack, you know, if you have to get up at six, what time do you need to make sure you're in bed? And set that as a, a hard boundary for yourself. Now, if you struggle with sleep, if you are dealing with anxiety or insomnia, this is um, one of the biggest tips to help you is to make sure you are going to bed at the same time every night and you're having healthy sleep hygiene. If you don't know what that is, maybe we'll talk about it another time, but you can Google it for now. Look up what healthy sleep hygiene looks like. It means getting off your screens. You know, I think I want to even say two hours before bed, but you know, at least like 30 minutes before bed, it's going to help you fall asleep faster. And then if it's the anxiety taking over, go and get a, an appointment with a therapist. We'll be talking about that too, but whatever you can just hold this, this sleep tightly. Like don't just make the excuse. It's, it's just the season. I, I don't have to, to worry about it. This is something that God has created your body to need. And you need to respect that and set a healthy boundary around it. So you can show up as your best self. Okay, the next part, eating. We help our kids make sure they are eating enough food, making sure they're eating healthy food, making sure they are getting all the nutrients they need to be their best selves, making sure they don't have too much sugar. So you, mama, what about you? 
What are you putting into your body? Are you making good choices and making sure that you are pouring in nutrients and everything your body needs. And, you know, I am not an expert on this and we will have someone come and talk more about this another time. But what we put into our body contributes so much to our mental health, our physical health, every aspect of our life. And so we really need to pay attention. And I am not about like a super strict, crazy diet. I actually don't like diet culture at all, but I'm just talking about generally making healthy choices not skipping meals, talking to some of you, mama, that just focus on feeding your kids and you forget to feed yourself, that is not okay. You have to eat. And with that, not too much caffeine, not too much alcohol, not too much sugar, you know, making sure just like the content that we consume with our minds is going to affect ourselves, our bodies, our minds, the content we consume with our mouths is going to affect us in a bigger way than we often realize. And I know there's like a hyper health culture now. And so I also don't believe on the opposite spectrum of, you know, completely depriving yourself of any treats or any, you know, fun things and only eating on this strict diet. I really believe in, I love the food freedom movement where, you know, they teach you how to generally eat healthy, but it's also okay to not, not do that every second. And it's not about this black and white of this diet culture. But again, I'm just going off my opinions and we will have an expert on here soon to talk more about that. But I think you can kind of know what that is for you just by hearing this. Where do you need to take care of yourself better by eating? Okay, the third one is movement. We do this for our kids, right? Go run around, get your energy out. Let's go on a walk, let's get your energy out. Climb this, let's get your energy out. Let's go to the playground. All of that is so good. We know for our kids' minds, for their bodies, everything. So are you doing that for yourself, mama? And I'm not talking necessarily about, you know, so-called exercise where you are doing a 30-minute workout routine every day. That is awesome if that's what you're doing, but it doesn't have to look like that. I want you to think past these kind of bubbles, these, these things we set for ourselves, that it doesn't have to look exactly like that, especially in different seasons. Can you get out with your kids on a walk? You know, 20 minutes. Can you just go around the block? That is movement that is good for your body and your mind and your spirit. And that movement can contribute so much to your mental health. So make sure whatever it means for you, figure out what you enjoy doing. Is it walking? Is it running? Is it exercise? Is it going to the gym and having childcare there? Like what is it for you that you enjoy that you can get that movement in regularly? And believe me, I, I, this is somewhere I struggle. Like I love walking. I actually really loved the season where I went to the gym regularly, but often there are other priorities that I have that I put above those things. And so this is something I personally need to be really intentional about scheduling out in my, in my week, in my days. And we'll talk about scheduling all of this in a moment, but whatever it is for you, how can you get that movement in every day? Okay, the next part, we're going to move to things that might be related to taking care of your mind. So the first one, this is one we are so good at giving our kids, but how often do we give it to ourselves? Fun. (laughs) You know, we are always about how can we add more joy to our kids' lives? What can we do that would be fun for them? You know, always thinking about our kids, but but what are you doing for yourself that is fun? Where you should have fun in every single week. What are you doing? Are you, maybe for you, it's taking a bubble bath and reading a good book. Maybe for you, it is going on that walk. Maybe it is scheduling in girl time every week. 
Your week cannot just be focused on your kids. What, what is it for you? What can you do once the kids go to bed? Or maybe your husband can watch them or maybe a friend or a grandparent. You need to schedule in this time to create this space for you just to have fun and enjoy and take care of yourself. Someone told me recently that they decided that every Tuesday they were going to have a self-care night. So they are going to do their nails, take a bath, all of those things that make them feel good, that are fun for them. So what is that for you, mama? We know our kids will not do well without this, right? We know that they need fun every day. So where are we getting that? We need that too. Make sure you are taking care of yourself in this way. And as you're hearing all these, I just want you to make sure you're taking notes. Write down the the couple items that you want to be working on. I know it can feel like a lot if you are struggling with all of these things, or maybe you feel like you're kind of mediocre with all of them. Pick two that you really want to work on this week to start creating some healthy habits, some healthy rhythms, start scheduling them out so that you can make sure they are in every week. Okay, another aspect of mind, Um, therapy or coaching. Or at least having a mentor or someone that's going to speak into you in your life. So for our kids, if they are going through a hard time, if they are dealing with some stuff at school, if they are trying to work through things, we are going to support them in any way we can. Sometimes this means getting them into therapy or helping them get some counseling at their school. Sometimes this just means making sure we are having those conversations with them and they have a safe space with us to talk. But if they are walking through some hard stuff, we create that space for them. And I really believe for you, you've got to create this space for yourself. Make sure if you are struggling right now, if if you are trying to heal, if you are dealing with anxiety or some depression, make sure that you are creating a space to deal with it, to have someone else pouring into you, checking in, helping you take those steps. So I don't know what the right thing is for you. Maybe it is the therapy and finding a therapist that you can really pour into and and making the time for it. I know a huge excuse about not going to therapy is not feeling like you have the time for it. But I would argue, I'm sure I've argued this before, you don't have the time not to do it. <laughs> like You cannot show up as your best self. You cannot show up for your kids if you are not showing up for yourself, if you are not healthy. You're only going to pour out what is in you. And so if there's only anxiety and depression and and struggle right now, that's all you can feel and see. That's what you're going to be pouring out, even, even if you're trying your hardest not to. So you've got to get creative. You've got to figure out how you can shift around finances. You can find out if therapist takes insurance. You can stop buying Starbucks. You can stop eating out. You can, you know, however you can scrape around the finances and then fit it into your schedule. Maybe you can hire a mommy's helper to come and watch your kids for an hour so you can do a a teletherapy um, or coaching on Zoom, whatever it is. Make sure that you are making time to get that in if that is where you're at right now if you need that extra support or at least having a mentor to be able to call when you're struggling you've got to have that person in your life the podcast is great and all I hope to encourage you and help you see your next steps but I cannot replace having someone that is able to hear you hear what's going on and give you direct feedback now you can hire me for coaching but just listening to the podcast is not going to be enough to to resolve that Someone needs to be able to see into your world, to see into what your thoughts are like, to see into what your habits are like, to help you craft this healthy life that that you that God wants you to have, that he wants you to walk in. 
Okay. And another one I just want to touch on briefly, we'll talk about it in another episode or probably many episodes is your marriage. Make sure if you are married, that you are having healthy rhythms in your marriage. Make sure that you have time weekly at least to connect with your husband. Make sure that you guys have time to have fun together, to strengthen your marriage, to talk about things, to come together as husband and wife, to make sure you have those healthy rhythms in your life. Because if you don't, that will affect you. And I know you only have so much control over it. And we'll, again, we'll talk all about this more in another episode, but that I believe is part of self-care. Okay. And then our final couple are in the category of your spirit. So making sure you're caring for your spirit. So this means daily time with God. And we're about to have a whole podcast episode on this because of how important it is. But make sure you are daily getting alone time with God. Now, this does not have to be in the morning. I love the morning because it's the best way to start off my day. But if that really is not feasible for you, find a different time. Is it while the kids are napping? Is it at night when everyone's in bed? Find a time where you can be alone and hear from God. And this is one of the biggest things you can place in your life to take care of yourself. When you have the voice of the Holy Spirit active and alive, and you have that time for God to pour into you and heal, like you can't, you can't do this healing journey without it. So make sure you're scheduling in that time. It doesn't have to be three hours a day. You know, it can be 20 minutes, whatever space that you can allow for God to move in. That is very necessary. Okay. And the last one is making sure every week you take a Sabbath. So this is something that one of the commandments, one of the 10 commandments in the Bible is to take a Sabbath. Sabbath means that you, for one day, one 24 hour period that you are resting, you are not doing work paid or unpaid work. You are resting and experiencing joyful delight in God. Now, I know this one can be really tricky as moms, you know, especially with littles, because what does that even look like? You know, you're still caring for your family on that day. So I think really you've got to figure out what what that can look like. Um, I know a family that for their Sabbath, they make sure that they go and do something that they all enjoy. For them, it's basketball. So they take their little two-year-old and they go and play basketball. And so, you know, the two-year-old's getting to run around and they are getting to be filled up because they are doing this activity and they make sure that on the other day of the week, they're getting all of their chores done. They are not, um, you know, letting any of that come over into this 24-hour period of rest. So, trying to figure out where you can have that. I know, I know it's tricky in this, this little, little kid mom life, but it's, it's a commandment from God. So we've got to, you know, take it seriously. He says it for a reason. We need rest for our bodies and our minds. And so make sure you are scheduling that into your week. Okay. So those are the the eight things that stand out to me. I know there's more, but again, just, just look back to how do you care for your kids? How are you doing that for them? And the goal is to show up as a healthy mom, body, mind, and spirit. So the trick with all of these things I just listed is you have to plan. You have to schedule these into your week. Even if you're not a planner, you know, you can do some loose planning. You could say like, okay, Tuesdays, I'm going to have a self-care night. But, you know, maybe I'll, I'll mix it up every week and maybe that will help give you that sense of spontaneity. But I know with mom life, it gets so busy so quickly. And if we don't intentionally schedule all of these out, 
we are going to miss it. We're going to forget things. We're going to not take the time for ourselves. There's always something that's going to try and take that time. And so if we don't set hard boundaries and say, during this period, I am unavailable. I am with Jesus. Or I am, you know, this night, I will not do any house chores because I am having self-care night. Whatever it means, whatever it looks like to set those boundaries in your life, you've got to figure out how to do that. So I encourage you right now, take a minute, push pause if you have to, pick two of these categories, you know, if if that's where you need to start, wherever it is, but let's say two and go look at your calendar. Where can you weekly or daily for some of these schedule them out? The number one thing I would do if you don't have it in place already is time with Jesus above everything else I've listed, even sleep. I would say that is most important. So you don't have that time right now, figure out where in your day can you daily get even just 20 minutes to read God's word and pray and spend that alone time with God. We cannot survive. We cannot thrive without that. So, you know, pick a couple of these, figure out, schedule it in your phone, you know, set up an alert, time block it. If you use time blocking, make sure you have these put into your week. Okay, now I want to wrap up this conversation with talking about denying ourselves because we we need all of these elements to stay healthy. But I also know that we can't just, you know, use the excuse, well, I need self-care tonight and so I I can't go serve at church or I need self-care tonight and so I I can't show up for this person that I already committed to. And now there's going to be moments like that, you know, if there's sickness or, you know, you've just really gone past your boundaries and realize that you have overstepped it and you need that that night of rest and but those moments should really be the exception and not the rule. So this is what the Bible says. It says in Luke 9:23, Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Okay, well, let's read that again. <laughs> if anyone would come after me, if anyone would follow Jesus, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily. Now, does that not sound completely counter what our culture would say is self-care, right? That it is all about not denying ourselves. It's all about what do I want? What do I need? What's going to be best for me? Now, again, you just heard me rant on for 20 minutes about how you need to take care of yourselves, but you also, to be healthy, must deny yourself. You must pick up the cross and follow Jesus. What does that mean? It means that if we don't feel like doing something, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it. If you don't feel like showing up for church, it doesn't mean you should stay home. If you committed to something and you don't feel like going, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't go. Again, there are moments, there are, you know, times, as long as it's the exception that you're not showing up for those things because of something specific, okay, but this cannot be the rule in your life. This is only going to lead to you to destruction. Jesus commands you, if you want to follow him, you've got to deny yourself. Now, I know some of you have been hurt by the church because this was um, almost overpreached or preached without 
this element of, yeah, you've got to take care of yourself. You've got to steward well what God has given you. You know, God made your body. God made your body to need sleep and to need rest. And so if you've ever heard from the church that you should not care for these things and you should not be taking care of yourself and you've only heard the deny piece, then then maybe you've been hurt. And I, I want to show you, you know, both sides of this. I really believe that God calls us to steward well our lives and to take care of ourselves. But we also have to deny ourselves. Our flesh is going to want all kinds of things. Our flesh wants what's easy. Our flesh wants what feels good, what satisfies in the moment. And and so we can't not just rely on listening to our flesh. If we don't feel like it, it doesn't mean that it's a sign from God that you shouldn't go. I am on staff at my church. I have served, you know, for years in the church. And and this is volunteer staff, so I'm not getting paid. This is just what I, you know, have signed up for. It's what I believe God is calling me to. It's part of what he has for me. But even, even as me, who is all in, so all in, I pretty much never feel like going to church. (laughs) That is an honest thought. Most of the time, I don't feel like it. Like I would rather just stay home in my PJs you know, get some breakfast, take it easy. Do I really want to shower and get ready and be early and serve and help and and be there? Most of the time, no, I don't feel like it. But you know what? As soon as I get there, guess what? I don't want to be anywhere else but there. But my flesh, my flesh pushes against it. So you have really got to be careful, especially coming out of COVID. I know there are so many Christians right now struggling with this exact same thing because, you know, we fell out of these rhythms of church when everything got shut down. Now we feel like church is optional. Like it's it's not part of God's plan for us. And, oh, do I really want to serve? You know, that was so tiring and it took, took so much of my time. And I just don't know if I have that time. And this is another thing where I would say you don't have the time not to serve because I believe that when we build God's church, there is nothing that is more fulfilling and more healing. So if you are struggling with anxiety and depression and you're wanting to heal, get in the church and get to work because there is something about building his church, about serving others that that heals, that changes our perspective, that gives us so much hope and life and there is no better feeling. But the only way that you can do this in health is to set up these healthy rhythms the rest of your week. So if you are just going nonstop all week and giving all of your time to everyone else and not creating boundaries and not taking care of yourself, not slowing down to take care of yourself and not just your kids, then yeah, church is not going to feel good. You might not get that energy and that hope that I'm talking about because you have nothing left. You really do just need to sleep and you really do just need to rest. But that's why it's so important to get all of those other things in place so that when these moments come where we need to deny ourselves, where we need to pick up our cross, we're ready for it. Our bodies are strong. We can lift the cross. We can carry it with vigor because we have prepared for this moment all week. And I'm not just talking about church. I'm talking about showing up for other people, sacrificing your time if you are trying to pour into them, or even just to your friendships to show up for people, be there for them. God says to deny ourselves, but he also says, my burden is light and my yoke is easy. So if serving him, if 
following him, if your life does not feel easy and light, there's something wrong. Maybe it's in your mindset. Maybe you need to go to therapy or coaching. Maybe it's in your schedule. Maybe you're overscheduling yourself. Maybe you don't have these healthy rhythms created for yourself. But what I know is that God calls us to deny ourselves, but also says it's going to be light and easy. Now, we're going to have hard situations. There are going to be hard seasons. But when we turn to God, when we have that healthy rhythm with him, he's going to pick up that load that we are not meant to carry, and he's going to carry it for us. And we are going to be able to walk through those seasons with more faith and peace than what seems possible. You know, I'm always talking about reasons that you should work on healing yourself. And this is one of them. If you do not heal yourself, if you do not take care of yourself, you are not going to be able to be the light in the world that God is calling you to be. You've got to start with caring for yourself, healing yourself, getting those healthy rhythms, taking care of yourself daily and weekly. And then you will be able to go into the world and be his light and carry that heavy cross because you have strengthened your body. So I implore you, mama, make sure you are taking care of yourself in all of these ways. Sit down right now, map it out. What are you going to do this week? What is one thing you're going to do this week to better care for yourself? And then don't forget, it's not just about what you want, what you feel like. Make sure you are daily denying yourself and picking up your cross. Because as a Christ follower, that is something that God commands, which means it's part of what healthy life looks like. Even though it's so countercultural, even though it sounds so backwards, that we know we can trust God because he is good and he, he created us so he knows what we need. So make sure, Mama, I am so passionate clearly about this. Make sure you are taking care of both sides of this and redefining self-care for yourself so that you can be the person that God has called you to be. I love you, Mama, and I'm believing for big things that God wants to do in and through you. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.